I'm more than excited to announce that Mr. Derek Smith is this month's podcast sponsor. He's an international public speaking coach, event host, and master of ceremonies. Hello, my name's Derek Smith, and for the Creative Startup Academy, I am offering online courses, training spaces, and one-on-one -on -one coaching. Together, we can help you master virtual event speaking and become media ready. Check out the link for special community offers. You can find the link in the show notes. Let's go to this week's episode. Clarity is really an interesting topic. Sometimes it takes quite a while to actually dig deep and find out what you really want. The Startup Student Podcast, a podcast for everyone who sees themselves as a student of the startup life or is actually a student at the university and is starting a business on the side. In this podcast, I, Christine, and experts from around the world want to support you with our knowledge. Let's start this episode. Hello, it's Christine, your host of the Startup Student Podcast, and I'm pumped. I'm very excited. I'm energized for this recording that you are listening to now. Karen is back with me who were here for the past two weeks that you were hopefully listening to. And we are talking about taking risks, which is unavoidable if you want to have your entrepreneurial journey going in the right direction. Welcome back, Karen. Thank you for being here again. Well, thanks for having me, Christine. We've been having a great conversation and I'm looking forward to more today. Yes, and if uh, you haven't listened to the first one, please do so. The first one is a bit of an introduction to the topic and obviously Karen herself. And then the first one was talking about the first pillar because she developed three pillars all around risk-taking that are very good, I have to say. <laughs> I very much enjoy <laughs> those conversations. I'm, I'm learning a lot as you do, um, as do you, I guess, uh, as a listener. And the first pillar was about awareness. And the second one, we already give you a bit of a spoiler last time, is about clarity. And then the last one, which we will talk about next week, is about trust. And we all touched on them in the first one. And like I mentioned in the previous one, we talked about awareness, a lot about self-awareness, about things, how we sabotage ourselves and judge ourselves. Extremely interesting topic about positive intelligence and all these kind of things. I can't wait to hear more about clarity and that pillar what that means so do you want to dive right in karen yeah let's dive right in so clarity this is really an interesting subject because one of the things that i have observed both in myself and in other people and some of my clients over the years is that we often don't allow ourselves to have the clarity right we know inside you know deep inside of ourselves we know what we want we know what and I'm going to use this term loosely, our purposes. And before we get off on that tangent, I, I, we, we know what we want. And we so often don't allow ourselves to, to have that knowledge come to the surface. Because I guess because if we do, then we have to act on it. Then we know, or we know what we don't have, right? <laughs> right. So clarity is really an interesting topic. Sometimes it takes quite a while to actually dig deep and find out what you really want. And I think you know, as an entrepreneur, 
and and I know I've been through this journey and I, I suspect you have too. As an entrepreneur, you start out and you have one idea in your head about where your business is going or what you're going to be doing or what you're going to be, who you're going to be serving. And yet that evolves as you get deeper into it and as you get more clarity. So clarity is something that I spend a lot of time on with my clients and we always start clarity with discussion of values. What's really important? And that that's always the starting place for our conversation about clarity. Thank you. Yeah. And if we can talk a bit more about the values, because sometimes people get a bit confused. I do a lot of work around values as well for myself, but also with um, people I work with. Because also me, I think it's one of the main things that you have to get clear uh, when you start out as an entrepreneur, not only for your brand, uh, but also for your personal development and everything that comes with that. Can we talk a bit more about what it actually means, what are values? Because there's always a the question, oh, what do you mean by values? And is it okay if I say it like this and that? And I think we need to demystify it a bit. And you already mentioned it. Basically, it's what's important to you, <laughs> which is the main thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people do talk about values and, and we can talk about sort of the intrinsic values such as, you know, integrity and love and, you know, and family, you know, all of those things. And, and what I find really interesting is when you really sit down and you look at a list of values and there's, there's lists of values all over the place. I'm sure you have your own list of values you work with. I have mine. You know, there was a list in the coach training I did and and you can look at values. They can be just about anything you want them to be, but it's really what's important to you and how do you want to live your life? How do you want to show up in the world? And I think those two things are, are much more intertwined than we sometimes give our, you know, give credence to, right? Because Ultimately, what is important to us is what we're going to prioritize in our lives, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> and, and once we're prioritizing those things, that is how we show up. That's, that's what comes across when we're talking to people. Um, I talk a lot about integrity as a, as a value, and that has so many nuances and so many different interpretations, everything from, you know, telling the truth doing the right thing, even when, you know, no one's looking, right? I think that's sort of the classic definition of integrity. But then for me, the other thing about integrity, and, and this is where the values and the clarity comes in, is are you living in alignment with your true self, you know, with your values? Are you really super clear on who you are, your authentic self, and are you living that way? And to me, that's the most important value, you know, that integrity. Obviously, love is important to all of us. And then we get into different things, you know, and those change at different parts of your life, which is another thing that is, is something that we don't talk about with values. We sometimes think, well, you know, you have one set of values and those are your values forever. Well, they're not. They change. I mean, you might have some core values that are the same, but as you go through different phases of your life, your values change, what's important to you change, and your purpose changes. So that's why I didn't want to really go down the purpose rabbit hole, although it is part of, you know, it is part of my methodology to talk about your purpose because, you know, that's very closely tied with clarity and, and how you're showing up in the world. But all of those things change in different phases of your life. 
And I think that's one thing that people get hung up on. This has to be the same all the time. And, and it's not, it's not. And so it's important to keep asking yourself those questions and to keep coming back to those things, your values and your clarity, because what's important to you now in five years could be very different. Oh, true. Thank you so much for saying this, because I, I get this the entire time when I work with people that they think, okay, that's it. I never have to touch this again. That's I defined that. This is important. Um, but we, I think we all agree in our 20s, in our teenage times, then 20s, then 30s, then 40s, things have completely changed for me at least and everyone I know around me as well and the values have changed I think it can be very difficult for people to understand what is actually important to them and I, I do know the lists of values and I do have them as well in my books and stuff however what I always tell people because the one mistake I made the very first time when I worked with my very first client 11 years ago I remember I gave them the lists and said look and now create your value list and they only picked the things that they found on there. But in the conversations we had afterwards, they said something that wasn't on the list. I said, but you didn't put that on the list. Well, it wasn't on your list. And I said, oh my God. <laughs> so from, from that moment on, I was always saying, okay, you brainstorm first everything. And then I give you some lists and you can choose some other ones if you like. Uh, but this way, they won't be, they won't forget one that they are so important to them. And also what really helped for some people was that they, think about what they don't want and what's not important to them before they get to what's actually important to them. That is a really good point because sometimes that is the best place to start. You know, we, we know we, it's, sometimes it's easier to say what we don't want than to say what we want. Um, and so I think that's, that's a great way to start because, you know, at least it weeds things out <laughs> and, and that giving ourselves permission to actually admit what we want sometimes the, the best entry to that, I agree with you. I have found that with my clients too. the best. Sometimes the best entry to that is what, what you don't want. And then when you say what you don't want, okay, well then if you flip that around, then, then this is really what you do want. And so it, it's the backdoor way to get into it when people are really stuck with it. And I, that, I think that's a great, that's a great way of looking at it. Clarity is we, we do so many things to obscure that, you know, we talked about a little bit about the positive intelligence yesterday, and we talked about the judge and how we judge ourselves and how we judge other people and how we judge our circumstances. And that certainly is a way that we block clarity, right, by judging things. But then there's a whole bunch of, in positive intelligence, there's a whole bunch of other saboteurs that, that are more unique to us. Obviously, they're universal, but some of us have stronger ones than others. And uh, those saboteurs often tell us lies that get in the way of our clarity, right? They get in the way, not only of us being aware of ourselves, but getting clear on what we want because they tell us we can't have it. They, they tell us, well, that's not possible or, or that's unrealistic or whatever lie, you know, that the saboteurs tell us about our lives and they've got lots of them, right? For instance, one of my, you know, one of my saboteurs, honestly, is being an avoider, which is, you know, can, can sometimes show up as procrastination. It can sometimes show up as avoiding difficult conversations. It can sometimes show up as just avoiding things that I perceive as unpleasant, right? You know, if it's not pleasant. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it, right? But 
that's a lie that that saboteur is telling me because things that sometimes I think I think are going to be unpleasant or actually turn out to be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> right. So part of the way we we block our own clarity is by listening to the lies in our head and the the lies of the saboteur and and the influence of other people in our lives too. And I think that's that's another big thing. It's not only our internal dialogue, but it's also you know, people tell us things that, well, that's not realistic. You can't have that. And, or, you know, no, you don't really want that. Right. <laughs> that was always my favorite thing. I mean, my mother used to do that to me all the time. I would say like for Christmas, I would say, I want, you know, that doll for Christmas. Right. And my mother would take me to the store and she would show me the doll and she would tell me all the reasons why I really didn't want that doll for Christmas. And to the point was like, oh my gosh, no, that doll is terrible. I don't really want that doll for Christmas. And it was just amazing how other people can talk us out of what we want too. And that is something we have to be really careful about with Clarity is who we're talking to, who we're getting feedback from and what their interest is, right? And, and you know, we talked a little bit yesterday about the importance of having, you know, someone you trust to be able to bounce ideas off of. And that's another reason because- you know, it's great to talk to your friends and family, but they often have their own agenda. Not yeah. intentionally, not intentionally, but they do. And yeah. that can soup that can really get in the way of our clarity. Oh, very, very true. And I remember you mentioned, I think in yesterday's episode where you also mentioned you wanted a new task or something at work. Or no, it was something where you talked to your dad about and where you had to present to people and he you used exactly the same words. Oh, you don't really want that, do you? And you were like, yes, it's exactly what I want. And it's like you say, they don't do that intentionally. It's just because in their world, that would never be something that they would want or a risk they would take. I mean, coming back to the risk taking, that's what it's all about. For some, and, and the values, we need to understand this as well. Even though maybe we grew up all in the same family, so if we would be sisters, probably, so me and my real sister, we have different values. We have different things that are important in life. There's, of course, overlapping things because like we were born and, and grew up together in the same family with the same mom and the same dad. Uh, so they they taught us uh, certain values, let's say. However, then we had completely different lives after that. And so that influenced us as well, what we think is important, what we like, what we don't like, what kind of risk would we take or won't we take? So my sister and I are very alike, but also extremely different. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. I mean, you see that in a lot of families, you know, that where, where, your, where the siblings are very different and have very different risk profiles. I find it very interesting as my parents were very risk adverse in a lot of ways. And my brother and I both have our own businesses, which is kind of one of the the riskier things that people think you can do. So it, it's it's very interesting to see where and why people take risks. And that's why clarity is so important because if you know what's important to you and you know what you want, then you know what's worth taking a risk for and what's not, right? Because we don't need to go crazy and take every risk out there, right? We want to take calculated strategic risks, risks that are going to move the ball forward for us in that period of our life. And if we don't know what's important, we don't know where we're going, we don't have that clarity, then we could take risks that maybe don't mean anything, right? Or, or, are unnecessary, put, put things at risk that don't need to be. You know, I talk about risk 
risk-taking isn't being important, but being reckless isn't. And if you don't know what, where you're going, you're going to take, you're going to do reckless things just by definition. <laughs> so that's why clarity is such a strong pillar in this. And I think for, particularly for an entrepreneur to have clarity about where you're going and what you're doing, not that it has to be an unchanging script, but to have a starting point of where you're going to go is really is really important. And that comes back to, and we're going to talk about this in the next episode about trust, right? Because that's, that's how all of this, all of those three pillars tie together because trust is going to pull that together. But letting yourself know what you want, letting yourself be really clear about your values and about why you're doing things is the best foundation for risk-taking. And I, I always sum it up when I'm talking to people about risk-taking by saying, when you're really clear about that stuff and you know what's important and you know what you love, right? You know what you love, love is going to overcome your fear. Very, very true. These All these things that you say in clarity and there's no things. And in the last episode, we were talking about judging yourself. So, and I think we shouldn't judge ourselves when we think about what's important to us, because sometimes people say money is important to me, but maybe we think we, we're not allowed to say this, but we all need money to, to pay our bills. So there's nothing wrong with saying that. And I think that's something else that someone needs to understand. Everything that you define for yourself is yours. It's for no one else. There's no right or wrong. And there's no, you have to judge yourself. And and just if you if you can do these things judge free, then you really go deep, I guess. 100%. And that's a great observation because we do often think that, well, we have to have this value. And, you know, our society tells us, well, this, this has to be your value. And it might not be that important to you. I mean, it's not that you're going to discount somebody else who has that value as ranking high, but to your point, something like money or, you know, I want to, Hey, one of the priorities in my life is I love to travel and I like to travel comfortably. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's not that I necessarily want money per se, but I want money so that I can support my ability to, to travel. And that is important to me to experience other things and, and to enjoy that. So it's really getting beyond just, okay, I want very few people want money just for the sake of money. Although, you know, sometimes, sometimes you need the safety and security and you need to pay your bills and all of that stuff. And, and you could be at a time of your life where that, but money also opens the doors to so many other things. Right. And, and to your point, let's go deeper. And let's let go of the judgment and go deeper and say, what do you really value and want underneath that? And it could be something that other people might not value or might, might think is wrong, you know, but that's their judgment. That's not yours. Exactly. Thank you. Any final uh, thoughts on this episode about clarity before we wrap it up? Well, I think it's really the most important thing I can say about clarity is, is give yourself permission without judgment to your point, give yourself permission without judgment to let, to dream, to let yourself dream. I, I think I've talked to so many people who feel that they're stuck, that, that they have to do certain things and they don't allow themselves to really know what they want because they shut the dreams down before they even have a chance to form and clarity is is letting yourself dream even if it seems unrealistic at the time let yourself dream let yourself have the big ideas 
you'll be amazed what happens with it. Lovely final words for this episode. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks everyone who listened and stay tuned for the last episode for now for this series where we talk about trust. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Christine. That was this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just to let you know, I have a free startup package available in my academy. Just go to creativestartupacademy.com slash academy and sign up. And if you can, please, please, please leave a review that will help me with my ranking and will ensure that other people will be able to listen to this podcast as well. Thank you. And until next time.